This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Hi, and welcome to Channel F. It's a podcast for discerning listeners, uh, a tagline that I just made up, and uh, <laughs> I'm your host, Merrick Kay. And uh, it's a show where I uh, I get to talk to, and you get to hear from, the Fanbyte staff. And I like to put a fun little twist on it here and there by making them do a Squid Game-esque challenges, a show that I have never seen, but that I assume is about trying to beat a squid at uh, checkers or something um Chess. kind of unclear yeah. on, on that uh and uh we've got a great cast lined up for you this week and a bunch of great great topics too uh this is kind of an interesting one because we have danielle riendo a uh, fanbite editor-in-chief hi how's it going hey welcome back to channel f i know it's been it's only been like a month but it feels yeah, like it's a been year. like a month yeah <laughs> it's just because yeah. how many things have happened but i'm so, so happy much. to be back in my channel yeah. F chair. It's really nice. So great. We kept it warm for you. Yeah, it's so nice and warm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also on today's episode is uh, Fenpite Head of Media, John Warren. Hi, Merritt. Yeah, I brought with me some marinara sauce and also a uh, Jenga board game. I wasn't really, wow. I have actually no oh. idea what Squid Game is. So no, I just no one does. it was something. <laughs> it's uh, it's like really good, that. apparently. Yeah. Is, is it I've Splatoon? It's great. I don't know. Is, is Splatoon the Squid Game? I think yeah. that was a joke that a lot of people were making. Yeah, the, pro- uh, and the John, problem for me. Sorry, just real yeah, quick. The problem for me with Squid Game is that I'm so busy, and I I turn a thing on, and I have to see this one with my eyeballs, right? Because I don't know Korean. Mm, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, that is the trouble with the. See, I I watch everything with with captions on with subtitles, mm-hmm. but like, mm-hmm. but it is different when you can't understand what people are saying, and you're like, yeah. well. Okay, I have to actually look at. I have to look at what I'm watching. What is this? Uh, <laughs> and uh, John, were you on the precursor to Channel F? Were you on um, whatever that show was called? Fanwidth. Fanwidth. Of course, I was. Yeah. The Fanbite Podcast. This is the first time I've been back. I <laughs> think on Channel F. Though. You've been back. Wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Wow. It's a, yeah. a long absence, but I'm hey, happy to hey, be back. Hey, remember how it was called Fanwidth, the Fanbite Podcast? I yes. do. Yeah. Because <laughs> this is the one. only one we did. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. There's a few more now. And uh, last but certainly not least is Dylan Skiffington, Guides Editor. Are y'all really not watching Squid Game? I no, don't watch Dylan. TV shows is my thing. <sighs> no, I, I mean, I mean I've fair. heard it's wonderful, but I, 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 I don't. I, my I, my wife doesn't do subtitles. She gets very fatigued uh, by them. Oh. And so... But, well, which is weird because we always watch things that, like, with subtitles, no matter what language yeah. it's in. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I would like to watch it, but I have to watch it on my own, I think. Yeah, it's a good one. It's yeah. a good yeah. one. You should That's watch it. That's what they tell me. That's what they tell me. But um, you can you don't have to watch it because you can live it today. Today. <laughs> uh, 
because we're going to do all kinds of, of fun games and activities and I get to live out my fantasy of being a game show host <laughs> and um, or like the Saw guy. Either one. Billy uh, the Puppet? Is it Billy the, the Puppet? Billy the Puppet. Yeah. yeah. Saw, saw, the Saw Master. Let's, can uh, we start a Kickstarter to get married at a little tricycle? To yes! Yeah. Please. Just, just like a big wheel. Like yeah. a, a Mario-themed yeah. big wheel. I wonder if they ever made one of those. They must have. They must have. Uh, so I thought we would start things off a little lower key than the last couple of weeks have. Uh, we used to do a segment on Channel F called Staff Picks. We could just do a regular, normal, a, a normal human staff picks, <laughs> uh, where we all just kind of talk about the games we've been playing, and uh, and just share share our experiences with them. And uh, because I know that everyone here has very different tastes too, so I'm very excited to hear about that. But it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be something new. It could be something older that you've just been playing recently. Um, and um, yeah, no gimmick this time. The last couple episodes, you guys are getting off easy. The last <laughs> couple episodes, I made them explain a game to me like I was 50, which didn't go as well as I that's, thought it would. That, I, I, <laughs> that's I have so to say good. Real quick, no one really did the assignment that well. No one, no one did, no but then one really I didn't did. really sell it either. Um, yeah, well, you did your Columbo voice. I did my uh, Columbo. I was like, and one more thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> isn't it true that Mario collects mushrooms? I, uh, but uh, the week before was sort of a, um, I asked people to try to sell me on a game as if I were going yeah. into a non-existent video rental store mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, uh, and they were trying to get me and, and it worked on commission, which is a completely insane <laughs> idea, but kind of a wonderful idea. Yeah. Um, I kind of want that to be true. Um, but yeah, we'll just do regular staff picks, normal human staff picks. Um, I think I Dawn, love that, but I Dylan, do hope Danielle. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say I do hope that you have something very painful for us later. Oh, don't worry. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yes. No, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't you fret. Uh, <laughs> Listen, Danielle, this is Squid Game, so yes! it's painful. It's gonna get. Uh, it's gonna get bad. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah, John. Like, what have you? Uh, what have you been playing lately? I haven't heard from you in a while. Yeah, uh, Merritt. I'm gonna leave it that this to dealer's choice. Do you want to know about a brand new game that like is pretty weird, that is pretty under the radar and strange, or do you want me to talk about a game that's almost a full calendar year old and absolutely doesn't need any more? Uh, video game media coverage. And, is and I, the latter cyberpunk? I, well, I, here's the thing. Once mm-hmm. you choose, I will not say what the other one was. Oh, so you have it. you have to. I'm turning the tables on you. Damn, you're doing a squid game on me. You have to choose on the day. Is it of... the new exciting thing or the thing that absolutely no one needs to talk about anymore? <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure that the the non new exciting thing is cyberpunk because I do have you as a Steam friend. And I did see it. <laughs> John Warren is playing cyberpunk and I was like, okay. it's 2021. Well, okay. um, so <laughs> I'm going to go with the more obvious choice, I think, and say, okay. uh, give us something new. That's fine. I've been playing Dungeon Encounters, which is. Oh, a, I'm excited to hear about this. Which is a very like uh, folks genuinely one of the strangest 2021 releases. I think this is a Square Enix joint and it runs on Steam. I think it's only on Steam. 
And it is a like it is a like a one by one dungeon crawling top down battle game. And you are basically a little guy who's randomized and you pick three other little guys who are randomized and you put them in a party and you go around a uh, a board game like space and you're basically trying to fill out the entire board before you go down into a deeper uh, level of this dungeon and different spaces have different uh, effects like there are uh, beneficial ones where you can like heal your characters or resurrect folks that have died or like a shop uh, or or like a, a bestiary uh, entries where you can learn more about the enemies that you're fighting and then there are just like you know encounters on spaces and you play basically an active time battle uh, like the older Final Fantasy games so they're turn-based uh, and it is just a mechanics, uh, like mega heavy dungeon crawling game that is very addictive. Uh, I've played a few hours of it and it's one of those games that I think at first I was like, this is almost too simple to be, to exist. Uh, mm. and like, I don't understand who this is for. And then I just started to like level up little things and, and the progression kind of sneaks up on you where, um, it's a little bit like Wildermyth, another game that we've talked yeah. about on a few other shows, but it's, uh, it, it, instead of emergent storytelling, this is just all about like sicko mechanics stuff. <laughs> um, and an interesting thing about the game already, even though I've only played a few hours, is that your enemies have, uh, your characters and your enemies have uh, HP, like every uh, video game ever. But they also have like uh, basically resistance points for physical and damage, and you have to get those down to zero before you can start chipping away at an enemy's health. And so there is this element of strategy of mixing and matching your wizards and your rogues and your you know, one-handed weapon uh, warlords or whatever and coming up with the right combinations to basically get rid of these enemies before they get rid of you. Because another thing that's interesting about this game is that you can sometimes stumble into an encounter that is like way, way, way beyond what you can do. And you have to use uh, a lot of strategy to do it or you can run away. Um, but it's a... It's a really bizarre game that kind of feels like maybe a test bed for some other stuff that they want to do instead of a full-fledged mm. game. But uh, then again, I haven't played enough of it to know if it opens up in a really interesting way, but it is a very, very odd game that I'm having a lot of fun with. Yeah, this is uh, Hiroyuki Ito, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and he was behind Final Fantasy IX and XII. Yes. Uh, two, which are two, two of my games faves. that a lot of people consider some of the best in the series. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is like the, the game that I thought of when I saw this was um, Etrian Odyssey. Yes. But this looks even more stripped down almost like, Oh, it's like super the, stripped the down. battle scenes are just like portrait pictures with like stats and numbers next to the yep. characters. Yeah. Uh, the, the world is just, yeah, it looks like someone drew out a D and D dungeon map on a board yeah. And so this is like an RPG for real RPG mechanic perverts, right? Because yes. it's like it's like not about the visuals or like the presentation. It's just about the mechanics. Um, yeah. The weird That's thing it. about this game is that I hadn't heard about it like until the day before it came out because Square just wasn't talking about it. 
Yeah, they they kind of just stealth dropped it. It felt like. I mean, they they yeah. said, "Hey, here it comes," and then it dropped. And uh, I think it was like fifteen, maybe it was twenty bucks on Steam. And I believe it is um, also on Switch and PS4. Okay, all right. So that that was the thing that I when I when I looked it up, I was like, I only saw a Steam entry, but it it makes sense that it would be on Switch for sure. Um, in fact, now that I know that, I'm probably yeah. gonna grab it on Switch <laughs> yep. because that it seems like. It's so weird. I just put um, I just put Disco Elysium on my Switch, and I've been uh, playing that in bed like I'm reading a novel, basically. Mm. Um, and this would be a very similar time suck, but in like the total opposite direction of just like I need some real sicko mechanics hours and to you know dump some time into grinding these little idiots that I made and. Um, <laughs> Uh, actually, you don't make them. They're given to you. Uh, mm. But they gave me the, uh, two beardy guys and like a big cat and, oh, uh, and a uh-huh. lady. And I was like, okay, if you gave me a big cat out of the gate. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but I, I really, I think this is neat. I uh, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I would love to see, I guess, like how how the team allocated these resources for this game like I, I don't know whose baby this i mean i know whose baby it was but like what was this pitch like i'm gonna make a super bare bones uh mechanics like on this checkerboard it looks like you just drew something on a napkin um mm. but it's uh i don't know i i i'm really enjoying it so far so i'll probably play it throughout the week and see see how deep i get that's cool. I mean, yeah, I heard about it first last week, I think, and because um, it came out like, yeah. you know, like five days ago or something. Um, and uh, yeah, it looks it looks really interesting. And I, uh, it's it's so curious to me to try to make a game like this today because I feel like whenever someone tries to like recapture the JRPG, uh, they're really just iterating on like oh, big story and characters and all this stuff. And right. it's like, this is just like, what if we didn't do any of that? <laughs> any of that. Take that and dunk it right in the fucking trash can. Yeah. Yeah. This is for real gamers only. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, I don't know. That's interesting. Like, yeah, I'm really curious how this got made. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, I'm perplexed by it, especially now. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think the popularity of games like Etrian Odyssey that um, I have been told about but never tried myself, um, liking this one a lot has now made me realize I should probably go back and try some of that stuff too. Um, but uh, but yeah, this is it's it's pretty cool. If you need very flashy visuals and a lot of stuff going on, like that, this is not that game at all. Um, <laughs> It is, it is the, the polar opposite of a game like uh, Tales of Arise or something, which is uh, like a visual JRPG feast. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's pretty bare bones, but I'm enjoying it. Cool. Yeah. yeah. That sounds... And, uh, and, and yeah. it <laughs> totally clocked me that it is... It, the other game was Cyberpunk. And since you guessed it, <laughs> I'm going to tell you that that's, that's what it was. But we, we don't have to talk about that. Well, it's I'm, fine. I'm glad. I'm glad we put that to bed. Yeah, me um, too. Yeah. Uh, Danielle, how about you? What's, yeah. uh, 
I know Cozy Grove just released a new thing. Yeah. But what have you been playing? I was going to do not a similar thing to John. I kind of want to do, if I may, if I have this space, a shout out to a game and then uh, talking a little bit about it. Yeah, shout out. Do do your shouts out. (coughs) Okay. Let it all out. I'm going to let it all out. I'm going to shout. I'm going to shout. I'm going to let it all out. Uh, These are the things. All right. I'll stop. Um, Great. Great reference for (laughs) all of our listeners who definitely (laughs) know that song. Thank you. I know they do. Definitely. They were definitely born when that song came out. So I want to give a quick shout out to a game called The Sundew, which I played. It's a new game. Uh, It was out on Switch. I think it's also out on Steam, but it is a very 90s ass point and click adventure game that is just like a really good one of those kind of deal. Um, And like every, I feel like every, like now and then I just get this craving to play like a LucasArts style point and click adventure. Yeah. And this is very, like, it feels very 90s. It's very like 90s cyberpunk. Like it's really drawing from Johnny Mnemonic and Blade Runner and and stuff like that. It's from a single uh, person developer. It's like, it's a French woman uh, called... She, she has a whole name, but it's like Clemenc, I think she goes by on Ish.io and things like that. It's just like a really, really cool one of those. I really enjoyed it. I'm probably three quarters of the way through. It's not super long. It's probably like four hours long. I think I'm about three hours into it. And it's just really pretty pixel art, you know, super 90s ass cyberpunk adventure uh, point and click game. So I'm, I just wanted to shout that out. I liked it a lot. Wow, at four least, hours. Yeah, because at least so far, we, you know. We were, okay, so far. <laughs> But we yeah. were discussing this last night yeah. um, when um, we were talking about game lanes. Yeah. And I I think I believe, and I there's always going to be counter arguments to this. And like, I, I we need maybe need some kind of a licensing system. Yep. So that, you know, I think games should either be under 10 hours mm-hmm. or, or functionally endless. Infinite. Yeah. <laughs> and if <Yes>. you <laughs> prove yourself making yeah. one of those genres, then you get a license and you're allowed to make a 40 to 80 hour game. Yeah. Or like but, a 25 er yeah. you know, some 25. Yeah. yeah. You can, you have to work your way up. Yeah. Yeah. I completely, completely agree. And the other game that I wanted to just chat about a, a tiny bit is what you already mentioned was cozy Grove. It just had a, awesome autumn update and I have been digging into it, but it is, it is like a functionally infinite game that also has story content. I, I've kind of beaten all of that, but I'm still really enjoying the game. And uh, Spry Fox, the studio is doing a really, really good job. Genuinely, like every update has been free and actually pretty huge. Like there are seasonal events in this one, but there's also, okay. So Cozy Grove really is kind of an Animal Crossing-like, but it has mm-hmm. a ton of other elements. You're doing a lot of farming and a lot of crafting, so it has a little bit of the Stardew kind of thing going on with it. It has a whole lot of, you know, it, like I said, it honestly is a little bit like a very gentle don't starve because it's so much more about crafting than Animal Crossing. Gentle don't starve. Don't, don't please starve don't is starve. a brutal please fucking please, game. Please don't starve. But yeah, it's like, please Eat kindly something. don't starve. Here's some food. <laughs> that's that's very much like the vibe of this game. Uh, I am, it is, again, the thing I play for like an hour every morning. Like I just love to warm up with this game. As my brain gets ready to be awake, I play this game and I do my little farming and I have my little animals. Now this latest update, I just want to put it out there. You could always have birds and deer and they all give you resources. You kind of farm them, you feed them and that gives you resources so you can craft cool things and cool mm. food. Now, this update, it brought in bunnies and cats. And cats are only indoor animals. 
And it also kind of gave you a little house to decorate. You never had a house. You always had like a little campsite kind of thing. Now you have interior decorating. But really, and this is because I'm a cat person. We all know this. I have two beautiful, beautiful felines in my real life house. Uh, Cats like are really picky about what they like. And you have to decorate kind of according to their tags and their terms. So what I have done, as in real life, I have arranged my house around my cats in real life. I have now done this in Cozy Grove where I have these crazy rooms full of like the mythical level, you know, like the highest possible level of crafted things. Like perfectly rounded around each cat with every single little thing that they like and every single like ridiculous ornamentation that they like so that I can have two cats to a room so that they can be really happy and produce more essence. Yes. But really, I just want my cats. More, to be wait, happy. sorry. You've, yes. you've min-maxed your cats. I you min-maxed your cats to produce <laughs> essence. Yeah. So that's the resource that all the animals give you. Like essence. It's what? like a little crystal. It's like a little, it's not gross. They're not like, it's not like a gross, like. <laughs> well, I didn't, I yeah. wasn't, I didn't assume it was gross. Okay. But, but it's like a crystal? Yeah, it's like a little crystal. So they, so what cats produce are like uh, hairball essence. It <laughs> does oh sound a little God. gross, I know, but it's like a little blue crystal. It's a little blue crystal. You're like, there's nothing gross about it. They do yak <laughs> them up. Mm-hmm. They do. They just kind of come flying out of the little cute pixel art cat that's really pretty. Now, what do you do cute. with those? You use those to craft either objects, which are decorations, which you put all around your island. And that actually has to do with like how well your plants grow and how happy your animals are. Everything is tagged in this game. So if an animal likes things with a fun tag, you craft Mm. like ornaments that are fun and that have, you know, there's a certain rarity to everything, but you surround them with things that they like. So that produces more of the the sort of essence or the plant or whatever resource it is that you're trying to get Mm. or food which you feed your animals. And so then you're the making stuff out of the hairballs. Yes, you are. <laughs> yep. Sounds like sounds like don't starve. I mean, uh-huh. that's what I'm saying. It has that that element to it. <laughs> now, but it's very friendly and sweet and there's genuinely nothing gross even though it's like yeah. that sounds gross, but it's it's very well, like cute and surface level. So yeah. So you brought up Animal Crossing and I'm kind of curious. Like yeah. they just announced all this new stuff for Animal Crossing, yeah. some of which is paid and is like pretty expensive the considering the, the base game is yeah. <laughs> a AAA yeah. retail Nintendo release. Do you see yourself going back to that or are you basically just full Cozy Grove yeah. stand at this point? I feel like I live in Cozy Grove now, but I will visit my Animal Crossing island. And I put, again, like 600 Yeah, you plus played a hours. lot of Animal Crossing. Yeah, yeah. I... It, I just like having a warm-up game and Cozy Grove scratched all the itches and then had a lot of other cool stuff going on. But I will go back. Like, listen, I know who I am. I know that I need this type of game in my life for when I'm doing other things and like warming up for my day, things like that. So I know I'm going to probably go back and forth. I'm going to go back to my Animal Crossing island. I'm going to see how all the animals are. I'm sure they all moved out by now, but we'll see. We all hate you. You weren't here. We, we hate we you. Left. You went to the, the Cozy Grove. You went to the competitor's site. Does Cozy Grove guilt you if you don't play it for a while? Not at all. That's the thing. It actually doesn't guilt you whatsoever. But there was one day on my vacation when I when I went to Italy that I didn't play it. And I actually, like, missed it a little bit. Oh. So it's one of those where there's no guilt at all. Like, none of the little animals are mad at you. But it's kind of like, yeah, but I wanted to see them, you know? So. Yeah. That's cool. 
Yeah, it's a good game. Would it be fucked up if one of those games just kind of screamed at you for every moment you weren't playing it? Like, <laughs> like a real pet? Like a real yeah. cat? <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, 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 not now. I'm playing I'm playing Destiny, Cozy Grove. And it's like, but I want attention now. I it jumps it up now. on your lap. Now. Yeah. I don't like, understand. Now. Pet me. Pet me. Yeah. Yeah, that would be that would be fucked up. It would be. I think that's a great idea. I think that's a great, <laughs> great, terrifying idea. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, Cozy Grove sounds cool. Sounds I really cool. love it. It is genuinely in my top five. Uh, games of the year. Wow. I think it like took this formula and really did some cool things with it. And again, continues to put out lots of genuinely really good updates. Uh, so yeah. yeah, I'm I'm into it. And again, it just really seems like, you know, like obviously Nintendo still makes high quality games, but just like, I feel like at this point, like the reason that they sell is because they have a monopoly on Nintendo franchises and like (laughs) there are so many games that that emulate or that do things like these but in a better way and like in a broader scope and like stardew valley is still like like what like 20 bucks yeah still still and uh yeah just uh, that's come up for me a lot lately um just noticing like oh wow they just they can really just they've got us over a barrel yep uh, because they know we love the red man. A DK barrel. And his Indeed. green friend. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, a lot. It's a lot. It is. And yeah. like, I don't know. I, I salute de- developers who do figure out new things to do with this type yeah. of game. Or like the types of game that Nintendo has made uh, popular. But uh, I also am like absolutely just a, a stooge for Nintendo too. So I'm not going to oh, yeah, sit, no, I'm not gonna sit yeah, on a high horse right now. Yeah, we all are. <laughs> and they know it. And yeah. they've just realized that they can be as mercenary as they want and it, still, it doesn't matter until until this generation dies off um then they can just they can just milk us for all we're worth it's true um yeah uh dylan what are you even playing well i've actually uh been having the same problem that uh you folks were describing with games just being too long cuz <laughs> i started playing uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition probably in like June-ish. And I just finished uh, Mass Effect 1 last week and started Mass Effect 2. And I got like you know, five hours into that and just decided that game's too long. And went on wow. Xbox Game Pass and tried to find something else to play because I'm just, <laughs> I need something quick to beat. Uh, so I picked up Super Liminal. Oh, uh, hell I don't know yeah. if any of y'all have played it. Have you played it, Danielle? Oh my God, I loved that game. Loved that game. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a real fun one. I, I like to, because I, I know some people have like compared it to Portal just because it's the usual, you know, like robot AI talks to you and then there's the human that talks to you, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> uh, and it's kind of in the same vein with like weird puzzles. Uh, but, you know, it's only like a three hour game, if that, but I would probably call it. It's like it's like Portal, but instead of the people being rude to you, the game is rude to you. <laughs> kind mm-hmm. of, yeah. <laughs> sure. Because it's just, you know, rather than the robot, you know, like talking to you and putting you down, it's just the game keeps doing things that surprise you and mess you up, especially towards the end. It just gets compl- really rude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but for anyone who doesn't, you know, like know what that is, you, you're, you're essentially, the whole gimmick of it is that you manipulate items and they become as big or as small as they are when you interact with them. Uh, 
Mm. So like, like based you, on how far away you are, yeah. right? Yeah, based on the perspective. Mm. So like if you pick up an item and look straight up in the air and drop it and then pick it up right before it hits your face, the item will be huge because it looks huge to you. So then it will be actually huge. Uh, so you, you basically start solving puzzles that way. Uh, and it starts off like just like really simple, like, you know, moving objects around, getting them to hit multiple buttons at one time. Uh, but it eventually like turns into like weird 2D, 3D tricks where images become objects and objects become images. And it it, it does some some really, really strange stuff. It's a hard game to talk about without spoiling sure. too much. Hmm. It's a hard game to talk uh, about without some sort of um, visual like aid <laughs> to show people kind of just because it's such a like, it's so much about like manipulating weird visuals. But yeah. 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 Like one of the, one of the early gimmicks is, um, like there'll be an image plastered across multiple walls, like around a corner that looks like a cube. But until you look at it from the right angle where the image actually like lines up and looks correct, you can't pick it up and interact with it. Oh. Yeah. It also cool. gets surprisingly creepy, which I was not prepared yeah. for. I got mm. I got so many chills playing that game. <laughs> it was I was not prepared for that because I was like, oh, this is gonna be lighthearted and fun. And then it gets creepy, and then it gets like uh, what's it gets like deep and starting to like yeah. question like what life mm-hmm. is and stuff. It gets really <laughs> weird. It goes places. <laughs> that's yeah. That's kind of like a genre now, I guess. Right, like first person puzzle with like philosophical elements to it. Yeah. When I when I saw a trailer for it, it it reminded me of the perfect union of like Portal and like the Stanley Parable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. very similar. Big, big kind Stanley of vibe. Parable vibes on this one. Yeah. Um. Now there was a game that came out this year that had a pretty similar premise to Superliminal that I don't think actually was that well received. Which ugh, I forget what it was called. Uh, it was like about. The, the idea was, it was kind of similar with like the perspective and size stuff, except you were in like, it was like recursive. Mm. Like you were in an area that was within a bigger version of the same area. When you changed something small on like a model, it would change that in like the big area. Okay. Um, I, I don't remember what it was called, but uh, yeah, this is one I missed because Superliminal came out in 2019 and it was definitely like on my list for a while and I just never got around to it. But it's getting yes. to the point now where it's it's getting old enough. Like, because my thing is like, I'll play something the year it comes out or like years later, <laughs> like yeah. not a year after or two years after. But like, this is getting around far enough where I'm like, okay, yeah. It's, yeah, it's definitely. It's, it's oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say it's short enough and it's on Game Pass now that I really just had no excuse because it's like, yeah, it takes like five seconds to download and then you beat it in a single sitting. Which we need more of, to be honest. Again, I I hate I hate <laughs> sounding so perverted for a corporation, but it's like Game Pass really is like a I don't know a blockbuster when I was ten and walking yeah. in and just being able to like oh yeah no it's pick wild. up whatever and just try it because it was just um it's just so convenient. There's so much trash I put on my Xbox just yeah. because <laughs> I can, and um, I definitely played more random stuff because of it. So it's very cool. Um, so the game I was thinking of was Maquette. Oh, oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Uh, published by Annapurna back in March. And um, yeah, I I can't imagine, like, it, it would change your entire relationship to media. Like, I don't think that's something that people talk about enough, um, is like, 
what growing up with like near infinite access to media does to your brain. And I don't mean in a negative way. I just mean like in how you see things, because like, like you said, it's like a blockbuster, except at a blockbuster, it was like, okay, you rent a movie or a game for right, a right, weekend. Sure. Yeah. And that was it. And Game Pass is just like, I don't know. What do you want? We got stuff, everything. Stuff your face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, have literally everything you want, which to me, like my experience with having more access to games just as a result of, you know, growing up and having more disposable income and having, um, you know, time and stuff has been that I often value individual games less. Because yeah. I'm not as, you know, it used to be, oh, I pay $60 for a game. I'm playing this for the next six months. Yep. <laughs> like, I have to find every little tiny detail in it. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I have to imagine that isn't the case for a lot of people anymore. You know, back in my day, we had to wait for them to snail Jesus. mail you a, a rental copy. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> through, like, Gamefly or something. Oh, my God. I never used Gamefly. Gamefly. Uh, R.I.P. Yeah, sometimes I just, sometimes I just get mad that, like, Growing up, we it was like you had that one sixty dollars game to hold you over for months and months and months. Now it's like you can play all these free to play games. You have these games that never end, like Destiny and GTA or whatever, and or Game Pass. It's just like an infinite supply of entertainment. Well, Dylan, if you had been born ten or twenty years earlier, you would have grown up with like Atari twenty six hundred. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> In many ways, you are very lucky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you for, for sharing that. I'm going to give everyone 100 points Yay. Uh, oh, yeah. for telling me about their yeah. great games. Woo! Yeah. Um, so now that we're all, now that it's, wow, uh, we're going to power through some of these segments. Um, <laughs> so when you search JDD, uh, which is your initials, uh, John, Dylan, Danielle, Mm-hmm. Oh, when you sure. search that on uh, on Google, one of the first things that comes up is the Journal of Drugs in Dermatology. Oh, fuck <laughs> yes! No. Uh, yes! And okay. Yes! So, it, you know, one of you maybe knows a little bit more about pharmaceuticals <laughs> than the other two. <laughs> but um, what I thought would be fun, and this is sort of an old bit. I didn't invent this bit, but um, I remember first seeing it on one of those quiz sites back in, like, the early, mid-2000s. But um, what I thought I would do is... Um, I'm going to give you a name, mm-hmm. and you have to tell me, is this the name of a dermatological drug, mm-hmm. or is it the name of a Pokemon? And again, not my bit. I don't know who first mm-hmm. did this, but um, but there are so many more Pokemon now that it's... Right. And there are a lot of Pokemon that sound like drugs, and there are a lot of, like, brand name drugs that sound like Pokemon. So I'm just going to say... I'm going to say one. Everyone just tell me what you think, and um, we'll go from there. I've got a bunch of them, so let's uh, let's just get into it. So we we'll start are off... Are just kind of shouting stuff out? I can't remember. Yeah, you, could, you can just say. Um, okay. it does, it's right. not who does it first. I think we'll just... Sure, sure, sure. Uh, I am a little concerned that Dylan may just actually know all of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, all in the first three generations. Oh, okay. So. Then, no, we're fine. <laughs> the first then. three generations of dermatological drugs. Right, yes. right, right, yes. right, right. Yeah. It's been a while. For yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so just say what, you, you know, everyone can say, and then I'll reveal what it is. Okay. 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 Uh, I'm going to start off with Azaleic. Pokemon. That's a drug. That is a Pokemon. That is a drug. Oh, ah! shit! 
that's so one point for Dylan. I have been studying um, pharmacology lately. So, <laughs> wow. Uh, Vivalon. That's a Pokemon. Pokemon. Yeah, it's a Pokemon. That is correct. That is a Pokemon. Right. That's a, a butterfly-ass Pokemon. Albatax. Drug. <laughs> yeah, Albatax is a drug. Yeah, it's a drug. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Illumia. Pokemon. Ooh, that's a hard one. Pokemon. Oh, that is a tough one. I'm going to say drug. I'll say drug. That is a drug. Fuck. Right. <laughs> Luminion. I'm, I'm seeing a pattern here. I Pokemon. think that's a Pokemon. Yeah, it's a Pokemon. That's correct. Um, I sh- there's no pattern. Ledian. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> nope. Can you spell that one? Can we get a spelling on that one? L E D I A N. Can you use it in a sentence? Lydian. Lydian. <laughs> that's, that's a, a drug. What it, that's a drug. Pokemon. Uh, I think that's a Pokemon. That is a Pokemon. God damn it. <laughs> Billistine. Drug. <laughs> drug. What did you call me? Uh, <laughs> uh, I think that's a. I think that's a drug. I'm going to say Pokemon. That one is, in fact, a drug. Yes. Right. Um, Remicade. That is a drug. That's a a Pokemon. That's a Pokemon. Drug. That is a drug. Yeah. I'm getting worse as this goes on. Especially if it's an A-I-N-E. Is it an A-I-N-E? I I don't don't know. Okay. No Um, worries. Remoraid. Remoraid. Gonna say Remoraid? Drug. Remoraid. Remoraid? Remoraid. Remoraid. Drug. Well, that's the, I mean, it's the worst word I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> first of all. It's like a remoraid, but worse. Yeah. It's, it's a Pokemon, I think. I think that's a Pokemon. That is, in fact, a Pokemon. It's a little fish that... Uh, Bites, bites onto the bottom of a manta ray, I think. No, it bites onto something else. I don't know. It's like a remora is the, the general idea. Mm. Um, Silvalli. That's a that's, drug. That's, that's, that's a drug-ass name. That's, that's a drug-ass <laughs> name. Yeah. That is, in fact, a Pokemon. No way! That is, in fact, a Pokemon. Um, let's just do a few more. Okay. Fusidic. Drug. Oh, my God. Drug. Fusidic? Fusidic. That's a drug. Correct. That is yeah. a drug. Grayleys. That's a Pokemon for sure. Hold on. Pokemon. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Can we get a spelling on that one too? G-R-A-L-I-S-E. Mm. I'm going to say it's a drug. That is a drug. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, just a couple more. <laughs> Bavencio. <laughs> Great that's name, what right? Mario the Italian says Pokemon. Bavencio. <laughs> that's what he says when he likes his melon. When he eats melon and he goes, Bavencio. Bavencio <laughs> for your acid reflux. I think that's a, I think that's, I feel like that's a Pokemon. Yeah, I'm going to say Pokemon. I'm going to say drug. Well, Dylan, you're right. It's a drug. God. <laughs> um... Evil tall. <laughs> I mean, that has to be, that has to drug. be a Pokemon. It's a drug. There's no way they drug. would evil tall. It's a drug. 
Not evil, Evelto. Oh, evil I thought you said evil. Tall. No, not evil. <laughs> it makes you okay. tall, but it also makes you really. <laughs> it makes you up. evil. Okay, all right. That's it. Okay. It's I think Waluigi. It's Waluigi drug. I believe it that is. that's a drug. Yeah, well, <laughs> evil tall got me fucked up like Waluigi. <laughs> uh, what did John uh, Dylan? What did you say? Uh, I think I said drug. That's a Pokemon. It's in fact the ma- mascot of uh, Pokemon Y. It's the bird that oh, looks like the letter Y. Oh, <laughs> oh right. Fuck. And uh, we'll just do two more. Zyklara. That's a drug. Drug. That's, that drug. sounds like a drug to me. Correct. That one is, okay. is in fact a drug. And finally, Dartix. Dartix. I'm staying Dartix? on the drug train. Mm-hmm. Dartix. 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 This one, to me is the most could go either way. And I see why you put yeah, it at the end here. Uh, same, I same could see Daniel. this one either fucking way. I'm going to- Sorry, I'm gonna, sorry, you know sorry. There is a, the the judges have informed me that there is a correction on that one. Uh, it is Dartrix. Dartrix. So if that does change your Dartrix. opinion at all. I Dartrix. think it's a Pokemon now that I mean, it's Dartrix. Yeah. Yeah, same. I'm going to say Pokemon for that because of that. It is a Pokemon. Yeah. Uh, Dartrix right. is the, uh, the grass owl. That we all loved uh, in oh, uh, yeah. Pokemon Sun and Moon until someone said it reminded them of someone. Um, <laughs> we don't have to talk about that. We don't talk about that on the show. And um, yeah, th- I, I kept track of the points. I don't know actually how many they are because I just made little ticks, but I am keeping track of the score. Mm-hmm. So um, great work, everyone, on those. There, Man, some of those really do sound like they should be Pokemon though, huh? They really like yeah. Illumia yeah. or like Remicade. Pucidic. Yes. Those are Pokemon ass names. Yeah. Yeah. You can't tell me that that isn't a Pokemon. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That those were tough. Yeah. yeah some right. Of those were hard. Right. I mean, yeah, yeah, because there's so fucking many now. Like, unless you're actively playing the series, you don't know if, um, you know, Silvalli is a Pokemon or that's and yeah, uh, yeah that is still it's yeah. a really fucked up looking Pokemon too. And, and they're and they're running out too of names yes. for the drugs. Yes, they are. Uh, they really are. Um, also, uh, Silvalli evolves from a Pokemon called Type Null. What? what? Oh, wow. Type colon Null. I'm really going to have to write a guide for parents as to whether the kids <laughs> are talking kid about Pokemon or drugs. Type Null. Uh, yeah, Type Null, possibly the worst name for a Pokemon. That's not good. Uh, ever right. conceived. The One of the drug names that's made me very mad recently is Imgality. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. There's a drug called Imgality that gets advertised that? on the television a lot. And I, I don't even remember what it's for. I don't, I don't, what it doesn't I, matter. John, I want to give yeah. you the name of a drug that will make you cheer with joy. Okay. And it's one Please. of my favorite drugs of all time, for real. <laughs> it's called Ondansetron. It's called cocaine. No, no. It's called Ondansetron. Like you're dancing on, on an Andansatron. Yes, for That's real. <laughs> for fucking real. Ondansatron. It's so oh good. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, John, I also do want to tell you um, that Amgality is just the brand name of a drug. Oh. Which, uh, the full name of is Galconazumab. 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 <laughs> Galconazumab to you as well, sir. He was one of the wise men, wasn't he? I believe so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, great job, everybody. And uh, we're going to move on to, um, to a segment that I stole 
from this, not from this American life, from um, <laughs> that other one. Um, wait, wait, don't that tell me. That American life. Wait, wait, don't tell me. Oh, I that one. I listened yeah. to that show in about 10 years. Right. Um, but when I used to, they had a thing called Not My Job, which is where they got a celeb to answer questions about something that they had no expertise in. And um, what we're going to do is uh, I, I have picked out a a selection of uh, of concepts or characters or items mm-hmm. from games that I know that you all have played, but that someone else hasn't. Mm-hmm. And what I want you to do is to try to get them to say what it is <laughs> without using that actual name or proper names. So do you know, it's like a taboo, I guess. Yeah. Is that what that it's is? It's like the yeah. $64,000 pyramid. It's the $64,000 pyramid. So yeah. um, I'm going to DM uh, you each and order something. Um, I'm going to uh, DM Dylan something all, to start. All, all that game show network as a kid paid off. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. So Dylan, uh, you... Uh, you have to get Danielle to figure this out without oh, saying boy. what it is. Okay. Um, you can say that, I guess the first hint can be that it is from Destiny, a game which Dylan is very familiar with and which Danielle is not <laughs> as familiar with, I would say. Yeah. Oh, boy. Uh, and you don't have to do it by describing them. I mean, you could just get her to say the word, too. Okay. So. Uh, so the robots. Okay. Uh, Cylons. The, the, they have uh, <laughs> the, the the white fluid, the, the radiolarian Androids. fluid. That, you know what that is? Androids. Nope. No? Okay. They uh, have they white fluid. Like, they, they like triangles. Uh, Androids who like triangles who have white they, fluid. They <laughs> teleport. Uh, teleport. God. Uh. <laughs> it's it's uh, uh, Their name is kind of a, a synonym for like something that's confusing. Uh, puzzle, um, puzzle bot, conundrum, <laughs> confounding. Uh, You're not far. <laughs> confounding, <laughs> confounding android. Confounding. Uh, <laughs> uh, God. Regular Joe from Alien, because they those are androids. <laughs> they like triangles. <laughs> All right, they like confounding tri confounding pyramid. Oh, you're oh, so close. Confounding close. triangle. Confounding Pythagoras. Oh. Confounding. I mean, it's confounding. Isn't, isn't you were close with pyramids, though? I'm gonna give okay. you like ten more seconds. Okay. Oh. Confusing, confusing triangle. They have red eyes. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. So confounding was or was not part of this. Sorry, I was too well, excited. So the answer is the vex. The Vex. Vex, they're vexing, uh, you know. The Vex are the, oh, of the uh, they are vexing. the time traveling robots from Destiny Two, and uh, they wow. love pyramids, and they got red eyes, and they're full <laughs> of white goo. Um, wow. Okay, you could have also said, "Hey, that's the name of a character on Lost Girl, a great trash television <laughs> series about a succubus." <laughs> I've, yeah, um, hmm. Dylan may not have known that reference. Okay. No, I, I, I have seen uh, oh, like okay. seen a, bar, a, a bit of that um, show. Yeah. Oh my god! So, yes. okay. Danielle, um, yeah. it's your turn to try to get Dylan to okay. say something. Okay. And um, this one is from 
Psychonauts 2. Oh, good. Okay. But it's a little more generic. Again, you don't have to know the context of it. You just have to say what it is. Sure. All right. Well, this is an industrial thing that is used for damaging something. It's used in construction purposes. Like a chainsaw or like a the jackhammer or a... A larger scale device of that kind. Yes. Like a... Like a... Like a vehicle? Uh, it, it is a stationary vehicle. There is usually a pilot who uses something like this. Did you play Hitman 3? <laughs> I did. There's a really, like a really cool death in Hitman 3 in the Berlin level that uh, uses something like this. Oh, man, I should have played it more. Uh, like a, a, a steamroller? Or like uh, a, you're very uh, close are, with something like that. What are like they called? That. What are they called? What, the, the, the thing on the front? The, yeah. It, you, well, it's something that uses a spherical. It uses a no. spherical instrument. Oh, it's not. It's what uh, are those called? It does that kind of thing, but using a but spherical. Where it just rolls. What'd you say? <laughs> like it, like it rolls over things. Well, I would say it uses something on a chain, perhaps, and a chain. spherical object that's very large. Ten seconds. Very large spherical object, like a like a globe type of object, and it does a motion oh. that is damaging. I have no clue. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's time. Um, Danielle, do you want to share what the term was? Yes, it was a wrecking ball. Ah, well, darn. <laughs> wrecking ball is uh, one of the abilities in Psychonauts 2, but it's also just a thing that exists in yeah. the world. Um, it's uh, just a thing. So, um uh, Dylan, I'm going to bounce back to you, nice. and okay. uh, this one is a little more specific to the game, but I also think there's a decent chance that John might know it. Okay. Um, so this one is from The Elder Scrolls Online. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right. <clears throat> <laughs> ah, um, cat people. Khajiit. Ding. <laughs> wow. Maybe a little too easy. What? But yeah. That's it? It wasn't like Khajiit's pleasure, some sort of bar? <laughs> and like, it's just, like it's a specific thing? It was just Khajiit? I wasn't sure if you'd Khajiit. remember what the Khajiit were. Oh, I could, yeah, no, I played, I played like 200 hours of Skyrim. Wow. Okay, okay. Well, uh, one point each to both uh, of you for Thanks for, for helping That's me beautiful. cheat, Merritt. This is great. Uh, yeah, no problem. John, um, <laughs> this is going to be your... Okay. Uh, your turn to try to get Dylan okay. to uh, say the name of this thing from uh, Tales of Arise. If okay, I can we're, just okay. uh, drop it into you, Discord. There you go. Okay. Uh, so uh, the second word here is the thing that you swing with your hand in most RPGs. A sword? Okay, so keep that in mind. Uh, first word, uh, what if that thing was on fire? A flaming sword? Oh, you're so close. Flame sword? Uh, oh, you're really close. Fire sword? Uh, uh, There's a character in Streets of Rage. That's not going to do anything <laughs> to me. Uh, 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 you, you're close. Flame sword, flaming sword. Uh, oh, Dylan, close doesn't mean keep repeating the word. Uh, 
Well, okay. So let's say, let's say uh, there's a trail and <laughs> you're, you are carving a path through that trail. <laughs> what, what would you also say that you're doing to that trail that would also describe the thing that I'm trying to get you to say? Due to the trail, like a <laughs> yeah. carve a 10 path. 10 seconds. Uh, I carve a path. Blaze, There's, blaze sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blazing sword? Yeah! Yes! Let's you got go! It. Oh, you got right it. On that Thank, belt. You. <sighs> Thank you. Blazing sword is a weapon that the protagonist in Tales of Arise uses because um, yeah. he can't hey. feel pain or something. Yeah, he can't what? feel pain and he pulls it right out of his new friend's chest. Oh! Yeah. What? Is this yeah. Genshin Impact? No, so uh, <laughs> he can't feel pain and she can't be touched by anyone. Because she causes pain to everyone. Oh, uh huh. Wow. Yeah. So that's kind of what that uh, game is about. Yeah. Um all right. Well that's a weird game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I think so. Um yeah. Danielle, yeah. back to you. Yeah. Uh you are gonna try to get John to say the name of this term from Cozy Grove. Oh, that's wonderful. Okay. So the first word is a lot like a ghost of some kind. Specter. Uh keep thinking thinking about some like Okay, I'll let you keep going. Uh, you know, particular, just think about what it might be like to be ghostly. And the okay. second word is very much, um, when you're very young and you join a group and you wear uniforms and you uh, do badges and things like that, you get badges for things. Invisible private school. <laughs> <laughs> well, not exactly, but you wear a uniform and it's an extracurricular activity. It's not necessarily school, but it like, after school kind of activity, maybe on the weekends, you know. You wear a uniform, but it has nothing to do with school? That's correct. Yes. It's not, it's okay. What are you do? What are you doing? Uh, you're doing things like going on nature walks and maybe getting a science merit badge and things like that. Okay. Something scout? Yes, that's right. All right. And that first okay, word again, so. it's, it's something, you know, uh, if you're Catholic, you, you might pray to a holy spirit scout. Yeah. Yeah, Woo! you got it. Nice work, right. nice work, John. It. That was good from job. I almost said Jesus Grove. Scout as a joke. Jesus. So. <laughs> <laughs> I decided to just Holy go Ghost ahead and Scout. Win. Yeah. Holy Ghost. Um, all right. Well, one last one. This will be our last pairing, which is John and Danielle. Okay. Oh, um, John, you uh, like you to try to get Danielle to say the name of this thing from Ratchet and Clank. Ripped <laughs> apart. Good. Okay. <laughs> oh boy. <clears throat> okay. All right. So Danielle, it's uh it's a thing that you wear on your hand. It's a glove. Okay. Uh and uh it it there it 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 is a it is a thing you wear on your hand. That that's correct, by the way. Okay. okay. Thing you wear on your hand. Uh let's say uh that there's a guy in hell shooting up a bunch of <laughs> demons. Um and he's been doing it for a really long time. Glove pinhead? Glove, glove no. gun, glove gun, glove no. BFG. No, okay. but but like, what was what would that what game would that guy be in? Doom, Doom glove. Okay, it's a, a glove You're of Doom. So close. Glove of Doom. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Glove of Doom is a Thank weapon you. in uh, 2021's Ratchet and Clank <laughs> Rift Apart, nice. and I don't know what it does. Um, I. I don't, I don't remember. I don't actually immediately remember <laughs> off the top of my head, even though nope. I played that game. Nice. Um, 
But that's a good wow. game. Yeah. Well, great work, everyone. Wow. Um, thank you. Good job. Yeah. John, you're so good at this. I thank you. Yeah. I knew I would be. I mean, yeah. the first one was, a, I have to say, the first one was a bit of a... That was a gimme. That was a kind of a gimme. But that's no, a, I'm yeah. just so good at describing things, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I take you're all the so credit. Good. Sorry, John. You get Dylan, nothing. you're so good at describing things. You're right. You kept saying triangle, red eyes. <laughs> triangle. Yeah. This triangle, is the kind red of, eyes. Uh, you know, this is the sort of uh, stuff that... Uh, Dylan brings to his his guide work too. So you're gonna look for a guy Specific who visuals. likes triangles, yeah. has a red eye. There's a pyramid, maybe. Uh, <laughs> Dylan, please spend a week writing guides the way that you just described that. Please. God, time, please. time on page goes up by twenty percent. Everyone's trying to figure it out. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, just describe an entire Destiny quest line like that. God, that'd be amazing. Oh, that would be great. That'd be great. Incredible. Well, uh, we've been going for about an hour, so I think I am going to wrap there. I'm going to save the uh, the other thing that I had for uh, for next week's episode. Oh, cool. And uh, I'm going to tally up the points real quick. <laughs> I've got my little clear visor on, and I've got one of those old-timey calculators with, like, the crank on it. Um, and... Uh, it looks like uh, in third place is Danielle. Oh, thank you. I love a bronze. Uh, it was close. It was <laughs> close. Uh, in second place is Dylan, which means our winner is John Warren. Let's go. Yay! And uh, John, as the victor, to the victor, from the victor, go the spoils. Uh, your prize for this week, um, because it went so well last week, I think, is that you get to name this episode of the podcast. Yes. Oh, fuck. All right. Uh, Wait, okay, what was no, the cat? I, I, what was the cat again? Khajiit? Khajiit. Khajiit. No, I, I, I think I know what I want. And okay. I think it is, I think it is confounding rectangles. <laughs> confounding rectangles. No, no, no. Sorry. Confounding triangles. Confounding <laughs> yeah. triangles is yeah, the yeah, name yeah. of the episode. Thank you. Thank you, and thank you all for joining me. And uh, if you all out there want to uh, follow us online, you can do that at Fanbyte Media on Twitter. You can follow Danielle at Danielle R.I. You can follow John at Flappy Adult. You can follow Dylan at uh, Squiblon. And uh, you can follow our producer, Jordan, at Jordan underscore Mallory. I am at Merritt K. And uh, thank you for listening. If you like the show, please tell a friend or rate and review us on iTunes. It really does help us out. And uh, until next time, watch out for those confounding triangles and keep that dial tuned to Channel F. <laughs>